Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, January 8th. On this date in 1935, the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, was born in Tupelo, Mississippi. He would have been 88 years old today. And on this date in 1964, President Lyndon Johnson, in his State of the Union address, declared an unconditional war on poverty in America. That war, unfortunately, still rages on. For your trivia question on this Monday, we'll go back to Elvis's birthday. On this date in 1993, a commemorative Elvis stamp went on sale. People were able to buy them at post offices starting at noon that day. But as of a minute after midnight that morning, they first went on sale at one other location. But where could those early risers buy the stamp? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's have a look at that forecast over at the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. And good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovai. A little chilly first thing and cool throughout the day. Temperatures starting out in the 30s, climbing through the 40s. Highs in the mid to upper 50s this afternoon under a mostly cloudy sky. First alert weather day in effect for your Tuesday. A storm system to bring some very strong winds to the area. Perhaps up to 60 miles per hour. It's gusty storms possible in the afternoon and the evening. There could be some tidal flooding in the morning. Thankfully, the flash flood risk is pretty low, but some we'll keep an eye on. What's going to happen is we're going to see the rain chance go up overnight and first thing tomorrow morning. Now, the heaviest rain and the best potential for some storms will be the second half of the day on Tuesday. It's all out of here, but we're much cooler on Wednesday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Today will be the arrival of President Joe Biden here in Charleston to talk directly to voters. The president will speak at Mother Emanuel AME Church in a push to highlight what his campaign calls the high stakes of the upcoming election. He's expected to address topics like white supremacy and political violence. Live 5's Destiny Kennedy joins us live in downtown Charleston at Mother Emanuel AME Church. So, Destiny, what is the significance of the president speaking there? Shelby Katie campaign officials say Mother Emanuel embodies the stakes for the nation now. President Biden is expected to discuss the issues of white supremacy and political violence in America. His campaign states, quote, whether it is whilst white supremacists descending on the historic American city of Charlottesville, the assault on our nation's capital on January 6th, or a white supremacist murdering churchgoers at Mother Emanuel nearly nine years ago, Americans are worried about the rise in political violence and determined to stand against it. Today's visit will mark the president's fourth return to the Palmetto State. I spoke with Andrew Boucher, the chairman of the Charleston Republican Party, as well as Maurice Washington, chairman of the Low Country Conservative Club, about their hopes for the president's visit. I hope he comes and tries to explain how there are six million, six million illegal border crossings since he got elected. I hope he comes and tries to explain how the average um, a mortgage payment on a median income home has doubled since he got elected. I think he has a lot to answer for. I hope his message is one of civility. It's one of uh, unity, a message that will unite the country. We're in a bad place right now, uh, as opposed to more uh, uh, rhetoric of um, division. The Charleston Democratic Party also shares his hopes about today's visit. In 2020, Jim Clyburn's endorsement was huge for President Biden. It propelled him to a huge victory here and then the Democratic nomination. Uh, we 
hope to keep that position for years to come. So seeing strong engagement, seeing lots of enthusiasm for this visit and for this primary is all part of that. Biden is expected to speak at 1230 this evening. We will have full team coverage throughout the day on the president's visit to the low country. Reporting live in Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. Thank you, Destiny. And President Biden's impact visit will impact traffic on I-26, I-526, the Arthur Ravenel Jr. Bridge, and downtown streets. You should also expect road closures and delays. Traffic will also be restricted on Calhoun Street between Meeting Street and East Bay Street. Also happening today, the city of Charleston will swear in a new leader. Mayor-elect William Coxwell defeated current Mayor John Tecklenburg in a runoff election back in November. Our Autumn Klein is joining us live from Broad Street this morning. So, Autumn, tell us a little bit more about today's ceremony plans. Good morning, Katie and Shelby. Today's inauguration ceremony will take place at noon here at City Hall. William Cogswell is a former South Carolina state representative, but after today's event, he'll have a new title. Back in November, Cogswell took the lead over current mayor John Tecklenburg with more than 50% of the vote. Tecklenburg had been mayor of the city for the last eight years and won two runoff elections before. Prior to that, Joseph P. Riley Jr. held the position for 39 years. Officials with Cogswell's team say they expect the inauguration today to last about 45 minutes and will be followed by a reception in Washington Square from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. When asking Cogswell about how he feels about becoming mayor of the city, he said he's eager to get started. Really just excitement. Um, really ready to get in there. Uh, put together a good team. The transition's been pretty smooth. Uh, I've had a lot of help. The current administration's been very gracious, uh, as have the council members I've met with. So um, ready to roll up our sleeves and get to work. Again, both Cogswell and new city council members will be sworn in at today's ceremony here at City Hall at noon. The event is open to the public, but we do want to remind you that the corner of Meeting and Broad Street will be temporarily blocked throughout the ceremony from around 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. I'll have more on road closures coming up at 6. Reporting live in downtown Charleston, Autumn Klein, Live 5 News. Thank you, Autumn. We know last week Cogswell's team did invite President Biden to his inauguration ceremony after it was announced he'd be in town, but it's unclear whether the president plans to attend. Starting today, state transport police officers will conduct extra enforcement efforts as part of the Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance's Human Trafficking Awareness Initiative. The campaign runs today through Friday. Its goal is to fight human trafficking with coordinated law enforcement initiatives and investigations. Officials with the Alliance say they hope the efforts will bring educational awareness to the issue within their industry. They also say because human traffickers use the country's transportation system to move victims, it's vital the industry partners with law enforcement agencies to fight this crime. This week, the town of Mount Pleasant will take a final vote on a possible hate crime ordinance. The town is one of a handful of communities that are looking to increase penalties for hate crimes following reports of anti-Semitic flyers found around several neighborhoods last October. The first reading of the ordinance passed unanimously and will have its final reading at tomorrow's 6 p.m. town council meeting. At the state level, South Carolina remains one of just two without a hate crime law. In the last legislative session, a hate crime bill failed to make it past the state Senate. We are on your side to tell you that nighttime lane closures are picking back up on Glen McConnell Parkway. Starting tonight, lane closures 
lanes will close as crews work to install new traffic signals. It's part of the widening project in the area that work to de- decrease traffic and improve pedestrian and bike access throughout the corridor. The closures will affect the part of the road between Mary Ader Avenue and Wildcat Boulevard to Essex Farms Drive. According to Charleston County, construction will go from 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. through Friday. Road work is also starting in Bluffton this week, and there are a few road closures you may need to know about. Tomorrow through Sunday the 14th, Benton Field Road will be closed for repairs, specifically the portion of the road that sits in front of Thomas Concrete. Beaufort County officials recommend you take Devonwood Drive to get around that construction. Keep an eye out for traffic warning signs and crews helping direct you around the area. is dead and seven others are hurt after a crash in Orangeburg County. South Carolina Highway Patrol tells us that crash happened around 2.40 yesterday afternoon. A car with six people inside crashed into another car carrying two people on Highway 301 near Highway 176. Officials tell us everyone involved was hurt and taken to the hospital where one of the drivers died. The identity of the victim who died has not been released and we've not gotten an update on the conditions of the other victims. Already under investigation by the U.S. Justice Department for alleged conditions violating inmate civil rights, the Alvin S. Glenn Detention Center saw another inmate stabbing. Officials with the Midlands Jail say local deputies were called out around 2 a.m. yesterday. Once they got there, they found an inmate who had been beaten and stabbed multiple times. Deputies say it happened all while a guard left the area to get supplies for another inmate. The stabbed inmate was taken to the hospital and that person's current condition is unclear. Officials say the weapon used has not been found yet. At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1993, the commemorative Elvis Presley stamp went on sale. For about 12 hours, it was only on sale in one place before it became available at post offices around the nation. That one special location, you're right if you guessed Elvis's famous mansion, Graceland, in Memphis. Celebrating birthdays this Monday, former Sunday morning host Charles Osgood is 91, and game show host Bob Eubanks of the newlywed game is 86. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning Y'all. From Live 5 News, I'm Katie Kamen. Hope you have a great Monday. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.